You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Sabian! You can do magic. You can have anything. Oh, yeah. That you desire. Fits. Magic. Uh huh. And you know you're the one who can put out. Are fire. you ready, Washington you football? Well when you cast that is so true. I mean, isn't that true when you think about it? Oh, man. Welcome to the show, everybody. Day one of the Ryan Fitzpatrick era in Washington. Uh-huh. The whole thing. The swag, the tracksuits, the sunglasses, the chest hair, the chain. It's all coming to town. I hold you tight and the rain disappears. Who would believe it? The question is, can you handle it? Fits. You can have anything that you desire. Fits. Welcome to the show, everybody. Bob Matthews here with you. The SportsJourney.com radio network is on the air. Happened about 18 hours ago. We were all getting ready to go to sleep, and then it crosses. NFL Network reporting that the Washington football team has signed Ryan Fitzpatrick to a one-year, $10 million contract, and he will go into camp as the starting quarterback for your Washington football team. Just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Sam Fortier from Washington Post, get his thoughts on it. You know, as crazy as it sounds, and it does sound crazy, from a karma standpoint, this might work. Uh, This is completely different than anything else this team has ever done in the Dan Snyder era, when you think about it. I mean, it ain't flashy. That is swaggy, because Fitzpatrick certainly has swag. But it ain't flashy. It's not high-priced. But this could work. As crazy as it sounds, it could work. From a football standpoint, Ryan Fitzpatrick's the kind of guy you want in this Scott Turner offense. He's going to sling it downfield. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining to watch beyond the beard and the tracksuit and everything else. When you compare, and there's there's this crazy stat that they've got out there about how far a quarterback throws a football on third down when you need to get a first. If you compare him to Alex Smith, Alex Smith averages somewhere around seven yards per pass on a third and ten situation or more. So... Alex Smith would throw the ball about three yards in front of 
the first down marker and depend on his receiver to get the other three yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick throws it about, averages throwing it about three yards beyond that, that first down marker. So if you want guys like, you know, Terry McLaurin to just flat out go get it, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to do that. If you want Cam Sims to go up and grab the ball, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to give them a chance to do it. And I just, I am of the opinion that it's, it, they're swinging for the fences, metaphorically, to a certain extent. I mean, we all know Fitzmagic isn't taking the Redskins to an NFC championship game. Excuse me, the Washington football team to an NFC championship game. See how excited I am there? But can you imagine how nuts this place is going to be just if this works? I mean, if you're looking at a team that's 10-6 and six and in first place in the NFC East to the end of the regular season, it's going to be crazy. It's going to either be wildly successful or it's going to go down in flames, one of the two. But here's what, here's what I like about Fitzpatrick. In addition to the fact he's going to get the ball downfield, he's not going to – a bad half – isn't gonna isn't gonna get him down. If he goes out and throws three interceptions in the first half of a game, and Washington goes to the locker room trailing twenty eight to three, guess what's gonna happen in the second half? He's gonna come out and he's gonna keep slinging the ball. Uh, that's just all there is to it. And I, I'm not gonna claim to be an expert on Fitzmagic, but I've seen him play enough games to know that when he keeps slinging it like that, eventually. The tide turns. He's been around long enough. He's not going to panic. He knows he'll get his shots, and some of those shots are going to pay off. I don't know. With a team this young and this enthusiastic, I mean, you thought that Chase Young was crazy about Taylor Heineke. I mean, wait till he gets a look at Fitzpatrick, man. When Fitzmagic walks into the walks into the building for the first time, I got the feeling Chase Young's going to be all about that. I, I, you know, it's, I think Fitzmagic brings that intangible to Ashburn. I mean, and the reason I say that is because, you know, sometimes there's a man, I won't say a hero, because what is a hero? But sometimes there's a man, and I'm talking about Fitzmagic here, sometimes there's a man who, He's just a man. He's the man for his time and place. He fits right in there. And that is Fitzmagic in Washington, D.C., 2021. Something tells me this could work. So screw it. I'm all in. I'm pushing all the chips, all the emotional chips to the center of the table. Let's roll with Fitzmagic and see what, see what happens. I, I I think it's going to be wildly entertaining. I'm more enthusiastic about this, I think. Well, certainly more than if they'd had traded for Sam Darnold or, or, or something like that. He just, he brings that certain something to the locker room that if it works, it's not just going to work. It's going to work big time. Washington Football Insider Sam Fortier of the Washington Post joins us now. Man, I tell you what, it just social media just lit up last night 
when the headline moved and I I'm I think I'm all in because of all of the reactions that I'm reading. I don't know if they were sarcastic or if people were being serious or what, but people just lost their damn minds last night. Absolutely. I mean, anytime you get a guy as charismatic, as likable as Ryan Fitzpatrick, who while on his ninth team in Washington is still seen as a guy that's exciting, that can still play at a high level. Obviously, he's going to be a little bit riskier than Alex Smith was. But anytime you can bring in a guy, I think that's old, like, even though he's older, he's still exciting. He still is an addition to this football team. While it might not make the ceiling as high as you wanted, he probably isn't going to win you a Super Bowl or even get you deep into the playoffs. He's still an exciting guy that probably allows you to evaluate the offensive players around him a little bit better than the quarterback did last year. So it's just going to be a, a remarkable time with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick's beard, with his chain, with the yeah. swag that he brings. That, I think, is what I'm most excited about. I, I did not think there was anybody else related to this organization that had more swag than our good friend J.P. Finley, and now there is somebody that rivals him for said swag and Fitzmagic. I, JP's going to have to grow out the beard, man. I mean, he's got, he's got some serious competition. I think he's got some catching up to do, for being oh, honest. M- most definitely, most definitely. By the way, I don't know if you know, but uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick graduated from Harvard. Have you ever heard that before? I, you know, that is something that has been – I've heard that. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but back when Andrew Luck was was in the league, him and uh-huh. his tight end, Kobe Fleener, they went to Stanford together. That's in the same realm of, of possibility. <sighs> You just blew my mind, dude. Just blew my mind. All right. Seriously. Well, first about Fitzpatrick. I mean, what do you think it is that makes him so charismatic? Is it as simple as the beard and Deshaun Jackson's tracksuit? I mean, is that what has gotten him over in the last few years? I think it's not just that, but I think it's the person behind it. Everywhere he's ever played, going back to, you know, New York and Buffalo. I mean, you always heard that this was a kind of guy who was genuine, who was kind of you know, carefree, and it's sort of you saw that in his play on the field. Apparently, he is a really good guy, a really good leader. You know, he understands the game. Like, he's not going to be upset when Miami brings in Tua. He's going to say, okay, I'm going to put my arm around this guy, and I'm going to I'm gonna do everything I can to not let him win this job. And when he wins it, you know, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick is disappointed, but Tua really spoke glowingly about his reaction to even when he was benched last year. So, to me, it's, it's kind of the guy and then the style of play. And then all of that enables the swag and, and for it to not seem forced or contrived in the way that I think a lot of people felt even Robert Griffin III might have been a little bit when he was here. Right. All right. So now on a serious note, uh, it's going to be a lot. He's going to be a lot different style quarterback than we saw with Alex Smith. I mean, he's going to sling it down the field, right? Absolutely. And, and Scott Turner's Air Coriel offense, you really think about it as a boomer bust system, right? Like we're going to run four verts and we're going to have receivers down the field. And if those guys aren't open, we're going to check it down and, and see what we can get. But I think the thing that really stands out to me is that this, I think, makes it a more attractive place to play for even free agent wide receivers, free agent tight ends. He is the type of guy who is going to target you, who is going to throw it up, you know, in, in tough spots and let you go make those contested catches. Chad Ochocinco has already predicted 1,500 yards this <laughs> season for Terry McLaurin. So there is going to be, uh, I, you know, obviously it's not going to be the league's best offense, but they're going to throw at the ball a lot. And I think that's a big expectation moving forward. Can you imagine how nuts this town's going to be if this actually works? <laughs> I, I, mean, I thought I, we couldn't see anything crazier than we saw last year, but if fans are in the stands, 
Ryan Fitzpatrick is leading this team to a oh successful season. I can't imagine. I mean, there is something about, I don't know what it is, but when I saw it last night, I was like, yeah, this is completely nuts. It's so Washington. And yet at the same time, I can totally see this thing working. Now that might be Ashburn syndrome, but I don't know. There's just something about it that says it could actually work. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be contingent on a lot of the other pieces. And, and you know, is Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, 2019 or 2020 Miami, or is he more 2016, you know, 2015, when he seemed to be fading from the league? Obviously, he's reinvented himself and been some of his best football in the last couple of years, which is a promising sign. But uh, it's certainly, if you, if you think about going from the narrative of the owner's hand-picked quarterback who can't seem to figure it out to the stopgap from Carolina, to the guy with one leg, to now the, the most famous journeyman maybe in NFL history. Uh, it, it's certainly, there's no shortage of narratives. There's no shortage for things for us to talk about, certainly. Yeah, it's going to be an easy training camp for us to cover this year. <laughs> so what, what about some other free agent moves? It's been deathly quiet since late last night. You, I, I know you're working your sources there and you're texting people. We, anything on the horizon? Do we see anything else, uh, any big moves coming up? Well, I think that the biggest move that we're expecting is they need to add a wide receiver, whether it be in free agency or the draft. I do think not only because of the Carolina ties, though that might have been enough on its own. I do think Curtis Samuel is going to get some strong interest here. Uh, we know the wide receiver market is tough right now. It's moving really slowly. Uh, Don Brown just signed, a, I, I believe, a $2.5 million deal a couple minutes before we came on. So Curtis Samuel probably looking somewhere in the, in the $12 million APY range. Um, but you know, I, I think this, he's versatile, he, he's flexible. He's, he's the kind of player that obviously uh, this staff likes after they brought him in when they were in Carolina. Um, I think similar thing could be said about tight end. They need a compliment for Logan Thomas. He, he played 93% of the snaps last year. Uh, that's, you know, really high for any tight end, not named Travis Kelsey. Uh, and, and for him to get through it, that was successful. But I think Gerald Everett is a type of guy that you might like to see, or, or Kyle Rudolph, he has experience. And Scott Turner's system from Minnesota, or, you know, North Turner back then. But I think, you know, when we talk about versatility, when we talk about offensive playmakers to surround, crazy it is to say, Ryan Fitzpatrick with, uh, you think probably Curtis Samuel, Gerald Everett, those are kind of two names I'm, I'm watching out for. Dear Lord, if either one of them comes here, yeah, it's just pretty much going to get the track shoes on because every every play, it's just going to be four verts, every single <laughs> solitary play. Can the lie, do you think the, does Washington have the offensive line to make Ryan Fitzpatrick look good? That's the big question to me. Yeah, that is. And I think a thing a lot of people overlooked last year is that the line looked decent at the end of last year, but I do think a lot of that, there are some of that at least, was due to Alex Smith. He knew exactly which protections to get them in. He knew how to get the ball out on time. But for all his physical limitations, he was so sharp mentally. Uh, obviously, Ryan Fitzpatrick, another veteran, a guy in that mold, but you got to wonder, could he be as successful? I don't think that they have the line that they'd like to settle on right now. Obviously, you got Morgan Moses, Brandon Sheriff, Chase Roulier on that right side. Left guard, Wes Schweitzer seemed to hold it down. You gotta, you gotta imagine he'll be challenged in camp as well. And then at left tackle, that's I think the biggest question. Cornelius Lucas was really solid uh, in the snaps that he had last year, uh, but you could also go with Jerron Christian, who who was hurt at the end of last year. He started the year as a starter. Uh, you could go Sadiq Charles, the, the fourth round pick at LSU. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, they probably want to bring in a veteran to challenge either, you know, Wes Schweitzer or, or the left tackle, whoever that ends up being. I don't know if you're a Marvel fan or not, but I have said for years that Ryan Fitzpatrick is probably the only guy in the NFL with enough swag to wield the infinity gauntlet. He could have done it. I, I am. I am a Marvel guy. And, and 
you know, he seems a little bit carefree for a Thanos comparison, but I, I respect it. And I do think that he could probably put that thing on. And, and Absolutely. Sam Forty of the Washington Post. Thank you, my friend. We will talk again very soon. Of course. Thanks for having me. Man, what a day it has been. Get ready, Washington. Cam Sims has also been tendered a contract for next year, so it looks like the big guy will be back in the receiving core. Now the question is, do they land a Curtis Samuels or somebody else to go with Terry McLaurin? We shall find out in the days ahead. It ought to be interesting. It sure as hell ain't going to be boring. Talk to you again tomorrow. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, it's always, we're white.